afternoon and welcome to another spectacular, momentous episode of How Betty Davis Saved My Life, Life Lessons from Classic Hollywood. I'm Moya. And I'm Georgia. And we are so happy that you could join us on this Saturday, the, uh, the, what, what is this, the third Saturday of the, of this It month? is the third Saturday, yes, the 18th. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. I hope you all had fun uh, pub crawling. I hope you crawled home safely. And we didn't, I didn't even, you know, we don't do themes here on this show. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I didn't even think to do a St. Patrick's Day theme because we just don't do themes, right, Georgia? That's true. We don't. We usually stick with uh, Betty Davis. And the only like holiday thing that we did was, uh, I think, really for Christmas. Maybe, yeah, that's about it. And we did something Halloween only because it's, you know, to celebrate Georgia. Uh, the, yeah. She's a Halloween-y baby, so to speak. And um, so we always do something. And, and Georgia and her family always go all out for, ho for, for Hollywood, for Halloween. <laughs> so, well, you know, I love to uh, celebrate her. But other than that, yeah, we don't really do things. But, you know, if there, I don't, you know, there's like Georgia, a theme for every day of the freaking uh, week and month. It's this day and that day. But so, guys, you know, contact us on our. Thank you for those of who who reached out to us on our Facebook page and DM'd us and well wishers and liked our content. But yes, we're on Facebook at How Betty Davis Saved My Life, and um, you know, DM us. We will get back with you asap. And uh, but yeah, if there's if there's a movie you want us to do. We would love the suggestion. Um, but other than that, yeah, we just go with the flow and just try to pick things we think are fun. So to Georgia today, what is our fun, quote-unquote, quote fun movie today? Indecent Proposal. Yeah, now see, we, <laughs> we know Georgia, I just made a liar out of us. We do have, for whatever reason, had salaciousness as a theme because we did uh, Fatal Attraction. Then we did Dangerous Liaisons. And then we did American Gigolo. And now we're doing this. So, you know, sex sells, baby. That sure does. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no sex to sell, but, you know. <laughs> oh, this, this show have taken a turn. Why did I just say that? <laughs> Customers. We're gonna lose all an audience member. <laughs> the audience like, dang it. But not really. <laughs> you got that right. I hope hey, ain't no kids bringing... listening. So yes, Georgia, start bring the with... public what they want. <laughs> Give the people what they want. What they want. Look, we just looked at our analytics <clears throat> and y'all want that old freaking nasty stuff too, because y'all what it was we said it was dangerous liaisons we believe was like our what our uh we just had a huge bump in our listening uh analytics so y'all want to hear that stuff too but no those are really okay those are great movies you know we try to pick you know we do a lot sometimes with the obs obscure movies and uh and try to get them a little bit more love but then we just try to do some blockbusters man and or popular movies and dangerous liaisons i you know that one of the best movies in my opinion from the 90s but anyway girl let's get into this one indecent freaking proposal all right george you know she's the head of our research department what do you got for us what do you have for us okay so this movie was made in 1993 and to correctly 
uh, frame this movie, you have to realize that this was during the culture of the late 80s, early 90s, where greed is good. This is where people were yeah. yuppies. And you kind of have to really think about that when you see the movie. It's kind of a capsule of the time. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and this movie has a really interesting cast. Uh, you know, of course, once again, we have the director, Adrian Lyne. Mm -hmm. He was the one who brought us Flashdance, Nine and a Half Weeks, and, of course, Fatal Attraction. Mm -hmm. so we've already done another of his movies. Yeah. Um, the writer was Amy Holden Jones. It was based on a 1988 novel by Jack Englehard. Uh, we have in the star lineup Demi Moore. Robert Redford, Woody Harrelson. We also have uh, Oliver Platt and mm -hmm. Billy Bob Thornton. And they're the movie. so young, young, and before they were like huge. Well, uh, Demi Moore was kind of already a huge star. Of course, Robert Redford was a huge star. But yeah, B B Billy Bob and Oliver Platt before they became so ubiquitous in Hollywood. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, Robert Redford was about 56 when really? he did this role. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I thought <laughs> and he was then, older than uh, that. I, I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay out the sun, y'all. That's all I gotta say. Stay out the sun. Oh, in that, oh, for sure with him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, Demi Moore. She was about thirty-one. Okay, when she she's did this. so pretty. She was beautiful back then. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. And uh, this movie was the sixth highest grossing film in nineteen ninety-three. Mm -hmm. And if you also remember, that was the same year we had movies like. Uh, Jurassic Park and Schindler's List, so oh, right about that time okay. when this movie came out. Now, um, this movie was a big box office success, even though it got a lot of negative reviews. Yeah. Um, actually, the movie was given some Razzie Awards. As you well know, the Golden Raspberry Razzie Award, they give those <laughs> awards out first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> is a wonderful actor and, and and you know he's in the news recently uh for his snl opening monologue um a little controversy there but he made history he's one of one of the few who hosted snl five times um but yeah woody harrison he had the last laugh man still oh, having yeah. the last laugh <laughs> oh indeed um well so let's dive into the plot shall we absolutely okay we have the young couple they were high school sweethearts and uh they get married they become yuppies and he decides he wants to be an architect and build their dream home and she is a real estate broker and unfortunately the recession rears its ugly head and they find themselves broke and she's out of work and they are gonna lose the wonderful home that they've been trying to build. Well, anyway, so they have this brilliant idea that very mature couples have of, hey, let's go to Vegas and make some money. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide to double down and, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> how does that work out 
people, a place where the house always wins. Mm. And, well, anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so who should show up but um, Robert Redford, and he comes in uh, like a knight in a shining yacht, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes to the rescue with an intriguing uh with one of the most intriguing offers ever i should i should say mm -hmm. and so he's a gazillionaire and he says i'm gonna offer you a cool million dollars for a single night with your wife now what is that and i was i should have looked up the calculator the inflation calculator. Well, while you're doing I'm going to look up what would that a million dollars be in today's money. So yeah. finish that, what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And he's not just talking about, like, when he says spend the night, he's not saying, well, would you like to look at my etchings or right. my stamp collection? <laughs> yeah. No, not exactly. We're going to do each other's hair and paint each other's nails. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. I make fudge. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so so they have this discussion about um you know i mean they just it, it tell themselves we are invincible our love for each other and they have this discussion and then you get to learn of the decision that they make and the movie goes on from there but i have to tell you this their decision that they both jointly make brings consequences that they did not anticipate. Yep. And this is where th this movie is just full of drama and lots of lessons to be learned in this movie. I don't want to, you know, give away and do a lot of spoilers here, but I just wanted to set up the movie for you so that you understand where all of the action goes from this point on. Okay. I know. I don't know... I don't know. Uh, well, Georgia, I mean, see, you and I always come to this. Should we, should we, I mean, a movie is what, 30 something years old, literally 30 years old. But yeah, I, but I hate to, I hate, I hate spoilers. So I don't know. We're going to, I was thinking about how we're going to talk about this movie and not, not, uh, give it away. Well, just, I looked at the inflation calculator. So in 1993, if Refer would have purchased purchased that body for uh, a million a milli, today that body would cost two milli. Okay, so with a, a rate of inflation that is a hundred and eight percent. So Oliver Platt was correct, and we'll get into that. He was Woody Her Woody Harrelson's lawyer in a hilarious scene. Where he was like, never negotiate without your lawyer. You know, Woody Harrelson, I'm getting ahead of myself. Woody Harrelson called Oliver Platt as a lawyer to, I, I don't know why I call a lawyer. He should have he should have called Jesus, who's who he should have called. But he called his lawyer and, you know, hey, man, this is a good deal or whatever. Like, like no one would ever have known that I pimped out my wife. That's just me. But he called his lawyer and asked him what he thought about it because I guess he was dealing with a big timer like Robert, uh, Robert Refer's character. And he's like, a million dollars, a million dollars. He said, he said, never negotiate without your law. You could have got two million dollars. And Oliver Platt's character was right because had they did it for uh two million, now that body would cost four million. 
And I know that people say, oh, you know, that might sound being a little uh, raw with it. You know, that she's a person that's not about it. Look, go look at the movie. This Did you not hear what Georgia just said? This guy propositioned this broad for a million dollars. So get your panties out, your bun out the bunch, Myrtle. It is what it is. So, Georgia, what else uh, can we say about this film before we get into it? Well, you know, some feminists at the time were a little bit, uh, you know, unnerved by it because they felt that it depicted a woman as a plaything, you know, mm -hmm. and in, in the movie, you know, even Demi Moore herself says people can't be bought or sold. And of course, That's a lie. Robert, that is a lie. And of course, Robert Redford demonstrates that mm -hmm. and he tries to prove her wrong. He takes that as a big challenge. Yep. Takes because he's, I'll show you. You're so naive saying that. I'm going to show you. Because we have a couple here who has nothing but love. And then we have a gazillionaire who has everything but love. Right. And so that's the contrast we see here in the two lives. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the things about the Robert Redford character, which I thought he played to perfection. I thought he was wow in this movie i mean even though he was older than woody harrelson you could see how woody harrelson would feel his masculinity threatened yeah you know by this guy, even though he's so much older mm -hmm. you know it's not just it's not just the money he has but the guy is just so suave and so charming right and uh you can see how woody is is uh you, you can see where there's something brewing here mm -hmm. you know with the mm -hmm. way robert redford plays if the guy had been you know oh i i'm not picking on anybody but just say that he was like look like danny devito or something mm -hmm. <laughs> it would have been a whole different movie yeah. like, ah, we're glad that. but no this this is what makes the movie so good is because he's Robert freaking Redford. Well, <laughs> well, they they selling it like that, and so let's get into it. Let's get into it because had the man looked like, and you not picking on Danny Danny DeVito, had he looked like our Pred Joe Biden, looked like you know the Crip Keeper. I mean, but he's filthy rich. So that begs the question: Does money? Is money the ultimate makeover, especially for men and women too? Because we got guys who, you know, the the older women they trick off what they call it. They, you know, we have American Gigolo, right? Which is an American Gigolo. Yeah. So is money the ultimate makeover, Georgia? Because would would Demi Moore have slept with? Like, we'll use Danny DeVito. Would she still? Would she still have slept with him? And would she? Okay, I guess we giving it away. But anyway, would she still have slept with him? And would Woody Harrelson have felt as intimidated if it had been Danny DeVito with the money? What, what do you think? And not picking on Danny DeVito, we're just saying there's a difference in look. Oh, you know, oh, Ernest Borgnine, I don't know. Yeah, whoever. Not a Robert oh, Redford type. Not an outwardly attractive guy. Okay, so exactly. do you think Woody Harrelson would have still been intimidated? Had the money, but not the looks. Do you think he still felt the same way? My first reaction is no. I don't think he would have felt the same way because mm -hmm. he would have thought there was no emotion behind it. There's okay. no chance of him 
you know, of my wife falling in love, she's just going to forget the whole sordid affair and, and move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think it would have been a little bit different, but I, but, but to be perfectly honest, I still think that he would have had, there would have been repercussions, even if the man were unattractive, but rich, I still think there would have been repercussions. I okay. still do in my yeah. heart of hearts. When I think about it, I think there would have been some lingering, uh, doubts and self-recrimination about it and like mm-hmm. oh my god what do we do and I'll, i think there would have yeah I, I think so yeah i agree because i don't think it was a, really about sex sex i think was just uh a euphemism or a symbolic uh it was a power play it was a power play from the beginning you know he took advantage uh of these young people now they were all willing adults and put but he did take advantage of them and like you said earlier, he, 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 that was a challenge to him when she said you can't buy people, you know, um, you, you know, you can't buy and sell people, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think there still would have been something, um, Woody Harrison would have felt some kind of way. Well, okay. Well, let's, let's talk about in today's term, let's fast forward it because I saw this when it first came out in the nineties and you're right, Georgia, the zeitgeist, oh, this is disgusting and. You know, how, you know, just it just ran a gamut of how wrong this was morally and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Now, let's fast forward to today. I kept thinking as I was looking at it, I was like, you could totally, I, I'm not for doing movies over. I think, you know, unless a movie is like just horrible. But you would do this movie today and nobody would blink. This is one of those movies where you could race swap, gender swap. You could do whatever you like Hollywood loves to do without you know, without really needing to do that. But you could do this today. And, you know, of course, you'd have to raise the money. It would just show the adjusted for inflation. <laughs> you have to raise the price up. But but, but not really, because, girl, people have slept with people for life. People have slept, for pe- slept with people from a two-piece meal at Popeye's, okay? People have slept for people <laughs> for way less. So a pack of cigarettes. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be mean, but we, we know. But um, yeah. what do you think about today? Had this been released today, do you think we would have the same reaction from the audience, from society as it had, as it had in 93? I have to agree with you, Moya. I don't think it would have had the same uh, impact. It wouldn't have had a seismic reaction to it. Because, you know, originally from the movie where it was taken from the novel, the novel had two very different cultures involved. They had a Jewish woman who was going to hmm. be uh, made the proposal by an Arab man. And then also hmm. another thing that I thought was very interesting is during the casting of the movie, Halle Berry very much wanted the role of really? Diana, but they felt yes, but they said, no, there's no way that we could let you do that movie because they didn't want uh, racism complaints about a black character having sex for money. They said, no, we're just going to have such a backlash if we do that, so we can't have Halle Berry doing it. I'm not going to touch that. I, I, you are yeah. dangling red meat yeah. in front of me right now. I am not. I'm going to be an adult, which I rarely am. I'm going to be mature, which I rarely am, rarely am, and I'm not going to touch that. Let's move on. Well, this movie has actually gone on to become a part of our pop culture because the fact that it's still being talked about today shows it's still got staying power. But, you know, you take a taboo subject like this 
and you treat it with just enough heat and sleaze and humor and drama. And that's what they did with the movie. They just wanted to give a very, like, a, a titillating premise to the movie mm-hmm. and then throw it out there. And um, But there's so many things, I think, about the casting in this movie because Woody Harrelson in an interview later on said, you know, Bruce Willis and I were good friends at the time. And for me to be with his wife in this movie, it made me very uncomfortable. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, see. Yes, but there's a lot backstory see, on see hollywood you wrong for that y'all holly weird that's why i know ugh, gross uh, oh i know <laughs> I but know. he still took that chance um, <laughs> oh didn't they though didn't they though um but you know i mean there's some lessons in here that i took from it and you know one of the things that i i took from it is you know you can't really mix love and money and um also, you know, doing the right thing, it often brings little or no material advantage or reward. You know, spiritually, you know you're doing the right mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And you've made the right decision. Right. But that's how things are in life. You're not going to see a big payoff a lot of times right. when you're faced with something and you do the right thing. Um, and, uh, I mean, I thought, I'm not going to say anything about the ending other than I felt it was a I, I wasn't really buying the ending. <laughs> oh, thank you. I said the same freaking. Oh, was, oh my gosh. Oh, George. That's why I said I don't I, know. I, we could. I don't want to give away. I wasn't buying it. I know. I don't want to give it away. All I'm gonna say is, audience, you look at it and you tell us if you believe that had certain. Okay, Georgia. This is why I didn't believe it. Had certain circumstances gone a certain way that ending would have been a whole lot different. Do you, I'm trying to talk in code, but do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was like, BS, 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 all cap. I call BS on it. And, and oh, girl, I'm, okay, I'm glad you said that. All right. Because I just didn't believe it. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw that out there and say I want y'all to know that I this ending to me it mm-mm, mm-mm. no mm-mm. uh-uh no man uh-uh. no so I just want to say ladies you know if um you know you're in the mood where you want to just grab a bucket of ice cream or a yeah. box of wine yes you know don't expect Casablanca no just watch it for the fun of it okay. Yeah. Yeah. Watch for the fun of it. And like and uh no one final lesson I learned from this movie is when you're winning at craps, don't switch to roulette. Oh, okay? Girl. Well, first of all, don't go to freaking Vegas. You know, we, we don't want to give too much away. They got help. They had fa- a family member help bail them out. And they did a jack and a beanstalk with it, basically. And Jack had a better outcome. That story had a better outcome than than these clowns did but um because how many people can go to a family member and they bail them out and so like you said early on of course there would be no movie if they didn't they they were you know what they were bad decision makers you know what i'm saying yes let's talk yes. about that these people were horrible decision makers they were terrible decision makers. And Moya, I feel like when you marry someone, you promise to take care of them. They were both young and they were strong. 
and they could so they get wiped out financially. Well, then you start over. You start over. Uh, they were so immature. Oh, let's go to Vegas. You know how immature is that? But I. I I don't know. Do people do that? Look, Georgia, we're naive. You know, we're women of a certain age. I'm not going to say I wouldn't have done that in my, you know, early 30s or, well, my 20s. I, I was out of my mind like everybody else. But in my 30s, I, I, I was still kind of cuckoo. So I'm not going to say I wouldn't have done that. But I'm just saying, you would think you're, you're mature, you're married, you've been married. I just, that was silly. It was silly. That, that, that decision, let's go to Vegas. And like you said, they oh, they just were horrible decision, man. I don't want to go give two away. They were just stupid. But of course, you wouldn't have oh. had a movie if they weren't horrible decision makers. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Moya. And uh, but I did want to do a couple of observations about the music and the okay. fashion. Yeah, uh, I thought that the score was really great. Was I love beautiful. listening to that Sade song in there, and oh, I thought it was beautiful. Love Sade. The music was really good. Oh, Chardé. Oh, my God. Who doesn't love Chardé? And then I also, oh, girl, that dress. Demi wasn't Moore's that dress beautiful? Dress. Yeah. What? No, I said, wasn't that dress I, beautiful? Oh, my gosh. And it was so I simple, loved. but it was so sexy and glamorous. Yes. It wasn't overly accessorized. They don't, you and know what? I, I look at a lot of fashion. Huh? Say it again. Now you know why it was copied by so many designers when it first came out. But my gosh, that was just such, as you said, Moya, simple glamour. Right. And then the other outfit that they put her in, you know, after yeah. she, you know, spending a little bit of time with Robert Redford there. I like, yeah, I like that too. That they had the Chinese dress. That was, I had a Chinese dress. I couldn't, I wish I could fit. I couldn't even get my big toe into it now if I still had it. I used to look fantastic. I, oh, all our pictures are gone. I, oh gosh, I uh seduced my husband, my my husband, my current husband. Not that he's my only husband. I've had, I with my Chinese dress. That I'll tell you that story later. Uh, you know, offline, George. I'll tell you that story. But um, yeah, that was <laughs> that was popular. That the Chinese dress. We uh love that. And um, the white. So the white dress at the end. That was that yeah. was cute. So it was nineties. So I do you think you could still wear that that black dress today? I think you still could wear that black dress today without being super dated. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a very timeless classic dress. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think you could wear it today. Let's yeah. see. Let me see. We have a quick moment. Let me see who designed that dress. Demi Moore. Do you know who designed it? Was it was. Yes, it was Ooh. Harry Mugler. Oh my designer. gosh, that's one of my favorite designers. He just died not too long ago. Oh my, R.I.P. Terry Mugler. Yeah, I should have known. I love him. If y'all don't know who T Terry Mugler is, um, go and look him up. Like he is famous. Like so, Cardi B just wore one of his classics from like the late nineties, or like mid to late nineties, at the Grammys. Like about two or three years ago so it was when she had that pink it looks like a like you know what it's supposed to be almost like venus coming out of the shell so it looks like it's a fan a cross between like a tulip and a fan and it's pink and black and oh it's just go so just go gar, google cardi b just google terry mugler he is so his fashions were just over the top outrageous he i love him oh my i should have known 
that. Okay, thank you for that. Oh yeah. Um. Well, Moya, um, I I hate to see our naughty streak come to an end because it's just been <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, we'll be back with our smut. <laughs> we'll find some more smut. Y'all want smut, so smut y'all shall get. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny, Georgia. You're hilarious. She said, "We hate to see our naughty." Georgia's so clear. Our naughty. I went right to smut because it was just yeah. We want a smut roll. Well, we gotta find some more. Some more. I'm, what else? What else? Okay, well, guys, either you all let us know what's a, you know, stay in that nineties because that was that was a good run in the nineties. So Adrian Lyon gave us a lot of good and it gave us movies to think about, and so he was on a fantastic role. So yeah, you know, guys, before you, but girl, you you no one like no one bat an eye at indecent proposal today. But I like what you said earlier that life lets me. If you're a poor decision maker. But see, that's the thing. A lot of people who are poor decision makers, they don't know they're poor decision makers until their whole life implodes, you know? So, um, but there's just some things. If you're married, there's this book, this world-famous book, and it's, it's been translated in so many uh, languages, and it's, it's a really old book, and, um, and it's called the Bible. <laughs> and it has these 10, these 10... Not suggestions, but it's commandments. And you know, during the enough, one of them on there is thou shalt don't do this. <laughs> Before there was an indecent proposal, one of the one of the commandments was don't do this. So I mean, you know, and like I said, I ain't got a religion. I'm not look, even if you're not a religious person, you're an atheist or whatever, you another religion, it's just not a good idea. Cause I I, I don't know about you, Georgia. I've never seen anybody. And I've known some people who've done, you know, committed adultery, just been, and it just never ends well. I've never seen it. There's always repercussions, like you said earlier, you know. So maybe you want to skip that one, try to skip all of them. But golly, you 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 need to really skip that one because those are dangerous, you know. All kidding aside, people have gotten killed over this foolishness. Uh, people swinging and think they ain't nobody gonna catch feelings and all this kind of stuff. You are fooling yourself. Just cut off the relationship. You know, if, it's, if you know it's not going to work or you're a freak or whatever your issue is, just cut it off. Just go be a freak. Or, you know, or, or like you said, George, if y'all that damn broke, go get you an extra job, bro. I know it was the recession, but, you know, man, I, 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 I wouldn't do that because, I mean, that's, that's just a bit much. Well, anyway, George, I'm going to let you have the last word. Okay. Well, I have to make a confession. This movie did have a naughty fantasy in there that I kind of liked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there's a scene where you know, to be more, she's just rolling around on the bed, and you're naked, and all this money, all this money, 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 I, I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just okay. me. <laughs> Joe's like, okay. okay. Joe's like, the hell with that yeast infection. Give me that money. I just changed my mind. <laughs> what are you out of it? You talked me up. You saved me up. Don't listen to me, Georgia. Don't. That was 
the first thing I get it because like a lot of people have re reenacted that scene, you know, in other cartoons, movies. But I was like, oh, you don't know what that's been. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> You're so right, Moya. Okay. Suppose I, I you ain't the first that. person rolled in that money. Ooh. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say you take it back. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Have your fantasy, girl. Yes, queen. Yes. Have your fantasy, girl. Yes. Well, guys, we are going to get out of here. So, Georgia is so right. We are having a seismic shift. Next movie is what, Georgia? It's going to be a catered affair. It's going to be one of our Betty Davis movies. From 19, because... like the late 50s, early 60s, ain't no sex in this whatsoever. <laughs> so we're going to calm it down. We're going we're gonna to take our little cold shower and get our mind right and get back, get back to some class. We got class. Get back to that. But yeah, and Betty's move, Betty's birthday is coming up. So of course we got to honor the queen, the, the real queen, Betty Davis. Well, for how Betty Davis saved my life, life lessons from classic Hollywood, I'm Moya. And I'm Georgia. We so enjoy you guys. Thank you so, so much for all your support and keep on listening to us. And I haven't said in a while, but always remember, you be the star in the most famous show ever. The best show on earth, your life. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time.